Value Town is a production of Chamanv TV. Find out all show information and details at chamanv.tv. Value Town is directly supported by listeners like yourself via patreon.com slash valuetown. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 163 of Valley Town. I'm Chamia V, and unlike Allie, who's actually wearing her mask, I can't wear my mask because I can't see anything if I take off my glasses. <laughs> so I'm holding up my Lich King mask. So Jackie, I'm disappointed. And Jesse, I'm just dis- or control. I'm disappointed. Where where are your masks? Because you were at the party too. So basically, we all got these masks from uh, this party at TwitchCon called VillainCon, and I put my mask on, and it just it really hurt my face. So I put it down, and then forgot about it, and now I really oh, no. really regret. It. Oh no, you're resting. Oh man, somebody says I look like a transformer. I totally look like Optimus Prime. This is amazing. Lich King, who <laughs> knew that? Uh, Lich King's uh, inspiration was Optimus Prime. It's like amazing. This is learn something new every day. Well, yeah. um, anyways, guys, welcome to Value Town. Uh, of course, I'm Champion V, and Jackie's here. Allie's here, and we've got our guest Control, who's kind of shifted into the the box on the left. It's like Brady Bunch, but he actually got a chance to move <laughs> over to like to the new box. Uh, but we have got an interesting camera set up here, so we we didn't have enough room to quite quite get the overlay right. So. Just bear with us today. I, I think you guys will be okay. <laughs> so how's everybody doing? Doing well. Probably all still a little tired from TwitchCon. Um, still recovering, but yeah. yeah, feeling really good. Cool. Yeah, I'm doing good. I mean, me and Control are both at Ali's place. We're literally all in the same house. It's like a little streamer <laughs> house at the moment. It's cool. <laughs> it's like the F2K yeah. streaming house. It's what it yeah. would be like. <laughs> so you enjoying America still? Eating, all that good stuff? Definitely eating, yeah. Yeah? It's great. Portion sizes are wonderful here. <laughs> Keeping us full. Portion size. So what's your favorite establishment so far that you've eaten at? Was it Porky? Porkyland? Porkyland. Yeah, I got a burrito the size of my forearm. Oh, it was my really gosh. Good. Yeah, that was, that was good. That was Holy good. smokes. That's a pretty big burrito. Is that, that's like an, is that one of those contest eating like, you know, if you eat this burrito, you, you can get your name on the wall type of thing? Nope. nope. Just like just stuff. <laughs> yeah. It was just called the Jumbo Burrito or something. Oh, so That's awesome. I took yeah. him to sushi last night. Okay. Sushi. Yeah. Is sushi better good. over there? Is, is sushi better in California for you guys? Uh, I think it's really I've good. They make it as well. I'd say both are super good. Okay. Jack, you've never had sushi? Well, let's say... Where? Just getting, used to, just getting used to it. Oh, getting it's used right. to it. Okay, yeah. Raw fish. It's all right. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, but anyways, we got lots to talk about today. Before we do, I do want to uh, remind everybody that this episode is sponsored not only by our patrons, who are uh, obviously our amazing foundation to this show, but also by Great Shoes this week. Uh, Great Shoes is a uh, is Brooklyn's first sneaker company, and you can go check out their shoes at greats.com. Uh, they've got lots of variety. We'll talk about them a bit more a little bit later but you know definitely want to give a shout out to them right off the bat 
Um, but why don't we talk about our week? Uh, you know, most of us, or all of us, were at TwitchCon <laughs> this last weekend, or half week into yes. the weekend. So I figured we would just kind of talk about TwitchCon a little bit, and that obviously includes the October Brawl, the conclusion finale of the October Brawl. So why don't we start there? Yeah, how did the the end of that go? Because I, I was actually in a, uh, I think I was in a panel or something during while you guys were doing it, so I wasn't able to to catch it. So how did it end up going? Because I heard some epic, I heard there were parts of it that were completely epic. Yeah, um, Disguised Toast subbed in for Crip. So uh, it was me, Crip, and Raynad, and then Jackie, uh, Dog and Ties, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, we, Team Light unfortunately lost. Uh, feels bad, man. Um, but honestly, the, the games, I think, were really good, very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of Team Light had a sabotage. <laughs> and dog dog was the one guy on team void that had Wait, so is that how it works so so each of the weeks you guys won you got to sabotage one of the other players during the finals yeah oh mm-hmm. okay i thought it would just be like there would be four or five tasks and then you know the team might would get sabotaged three out of those five you know that sort of thing okay yeah. i see I, so i saw dog dressed as a murloc that was his sabotage <laughs> yeah, that was right. he had to, is it that bad it's, no, it's not at all. And he, he got to keep the suit as well. It was a really what? cool Merlock. It was a gift. Oh That's yeah, a prize. She yeah. Yeah. That's totally. Did, wait, did he at least have gloves that were hard to use or anything? Like the keyboard or the mouse? I think he I did. So. Oh, my gosh. That's like nothing. Oh, that's yeah. nothing at all. Um, what did you guys have to do? I had to say an emote before making every turn. So I played Jaina. So I was like, my magic will tear you apart, you know, before I made a play. Um, Did it have to be a different one every time or just the same? You could do the same it, one. They left it open to whatever I oh, wanted okay. to do. Okay. I tried to make, you know, make it different each time, but eventually <laughs> ran out. Um, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Post had like 30 seconds. Uh, to have each turn. Oh, a speed so, Hearthstone. Yeah, so when he was running out of time, it was, and Toast uh, won. Toast won. Yes. Yeah, Raynaud and I lost. <laughs> oh, okay. What did Toast have to do? Yeah, he was the thirty seconds. Oh, he was the thirty seconds. Oh, what did you do, yeah. Jackie? Oh no, Jackie wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So yeah it's me and I was. I was. So uh, Raynaud, I sabotaged, I sabotaged myself by playing Renan's Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> what about Raynaud? What did he have to do? I think he had like gloves or like gauntlets or something oh, on his see, hands that's what so, I would think. yeah that would be yeah tough. yeah yeah that, doom, that was his that was yeah doom fist gloves <laughs> you have to you have to try to use a mouse with it. that'd be pretty funny mm-hmm. all right well that's cool that's definitely a, g- a great conclusion to uh, october brawl just a fun event there um there was something else too hearthstone related right on that stage wasn't there something at the same time or was it uh, maybe another esport thing because uh, it was like an hour and a half or something like that, right? Or did, um, the CEO of Twitch oh, played that's what the it was. CEO of yeah. uh, Blizzard. That's, yeah, um, that's what it was. And so they played before our matches. But other than that, it was it was just, yeah. just those two things. Man, poor Mike Morheim. Little yeah, does he know, the little, explosive trap. Oh. oh, that was... Well, little does he know, too, that Emmett, you know, the, the CEO of Twitch, is like a real Hearthstone player. Like, he plays Dang. a ton so Mike was really in for it, regardless of the oh. uh, misplay on the explosive trap. But Poor guy. yeah, <laughs> it's definitely fun to see those guys playing Hearthstone. 
Um, but yeah, other than that, TwitchCon, what else? Uh, you know, VillainCon, obviously we mentioned these, um, these awesome masks. Um, VillainCon, for those of you that, that didn't or don't know about or maybe haven't seen any tweets uh, beforehand, was the party that Blizzard organized during TwitchCon. And uh, there were a lot of parties during TwitchCon. Like a lot of them were masquerades, you know, just the Halloween thing. Uh, so I don't know. It was a little bit of like one-upping, you know, people trying to do, you know, do the best parties yeah. felt like. More so than other events. Other events are just like, yeah, we go to the par, open, you know, just party, open bar. It's, you know, it's all good stuff, right? Music. Yeah. This one is just like, dude, trying to do it on big boats and, you know, like theme parks that are haunted. And, and uh, so Blizzard plan there it's called a villain con and they sent out all these these scrolls to each of us like in the mail um you guys got it right you guys each got the the scroll i rsvp'd but i didn't rsvp for the scroll oh okay. i just like okay. said i was going but i didn't actually so yeah, i didn't yeah, get yeah. the full scroll feels bad but yeah so we got I, these scroll just inviting us to the villain con so you know obviously that even just the little uh cool addition there was was awesome but then we got to the party I mean, the party was pretty sick. I mean, they they had a uh, obviously open, you know, obviously open bar and all that good stuff. But there was like these pins and these these quests and stuff that you could do during it. And um, did you guys finish Things the pins? Like, did, did you guys actually do it? Because <laughs> I, no. I gave up. Actually. <laughs> I did not. Yeah, the line was so long, so I just said, "Screw it, man." <laughs> I gave all of my little tickers to Trump. Oh, did he? <laughs> he just oh, was like, good. you don't want him? And I was like, ah, oh, you can have him. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was roulette and poker, like and all themed, jack, you yep. know, mm-hmm. blackjack. Um, oh, no, maybe there wasn't poker, but just blackjack. And- yeah. And you could you could win, like, other prizes, too, like, if you, depending on how much you won in the, those chips and things like that. Um, there was, like, this, this Doomfist that looked, like, this guy walking around dressed as Doomfist that was, like, perfect looking i think there was a lich king too somewhere uh but yeah, yeah, there was a lot of good cosplay yeah the, there were some exactly yeah. so um so anyways yeah the party was great i was actually supposed to go to another party that night like because I was, I was planning on just dropping by the blizzard one for an hour or two and then going to the other one but then the, the blizzard was so fun that i just didn't leave so yeah yeah kudos to the blizzard team for organizing i know the entire community team of all the games were organizing it so really cool. Uh, there should be one at BlizzCon too. So I wonder if that's going to be better than than VillainCon. That would be pretty Maybe. disgusting. Yeah. Um, outside of that, TwitchCon, how was it for you guys? I mean, it was all of your first TwitchCons, right? No, I had been one year. Oh yeah, you went last, last year. year. You went last year. Yeah. San Diego, right? But Jackie and Control? Uh, I've never been. Mm-hmm. I've never been to a gaming convention before, and I've never been to a barrel before, and I've never been to TwitchCon before. So it was all new. It was all new, <laughs> but um, it was really great. I think the the most enjoyable thing was just like meeting people, yeah, meeting streamers, meeting people in the Austin scene, etc. Team. Uh, so yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah, I agree. Just meeting everybody from the scene, people whose streams that I've watched before, people I've talked to while I'm streaming. It was really sweet to do all that. Even like my teammates, right? I've never met Ali or Jackie before, so mm-hmm. just coming here. Meeting everybody is sweet. Yeah. Very enjoyable. <laughs> well, it was, it was great seeing you guys for the first time, too, in person. So I'm glad, yeah. glad we actually got, got a picture. And I ran into Jackie outside of another party. And it, was, it was like, <laughs> what, 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 oh, yeah. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. And, and there's a lot. The Hearthstone community turned out. There were a lot of, uh, a lot of Hearthstone people at TwitchCon. So I, I think uh, overall the community was well-represented. 
everybody busy doing their their things. So definitely good. Um, uh, let's see what else. Oh, I did a streamer showdown there. The streamer showdown was a lot of fun. Did a podcast panel too. So hopefully you guys that, nice. that maybe got a chance to see it or um, attend it. Uh, I ended up doing it with Total Biscuit and uh, John Horseman from Well Met. So. Hopefully you guys learned a few things, learned how to do your own podcast. If not, you can go check out the VODs. It's over on uh, twitch.tv slash twitchcon PJ Sugar. You can look for that. Um, okay, well, anyways, let's get into talking about some more with uh, the game and some of the news that happened. Uh, Hollow's, the Hollow's uh, End, is it Hollow's End? I think that's what it's called, right? Hollow's End event uh, started today. And um, if you log in today, you'll see that you're going to receive a few things. I, I think you get two arena passes, free arena passes, and then two packs, I believe. Um, it's, it's funny because when I logged in, I got one arena pass, then the two packs, and then I got another arena pass at the end. Is that what happened to you guys? Um, yeah, something like that. I remember, actually. Yeah. I, I, no, I think about the same. I think about the same, actually. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's kind of what happened when I logged in, at least. And then um, the new Tavern Brawl is the Headless Horseman, which I haven't gotten a chance to play yet. I, I was going to try to sneak in a game before the show, but I didn't have time, unfortunately. Um, so Halloween theme event is going to be fun. Um, should be, you know, should be a lot of fun. And um, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, any, any thoughts on the Halloween event, guys? Anything? I mean, if you, we've got the, uh, the new arena where you can do dual classes, right? Oh yeah, that's what it is. That's yeah, that's that's awesome. It's yeah, we been talking... a really, really good. I'm just addicted to it. I can't <laughs> stop playing and trying all these different combinations of different classes to try and see what works. You discover Last... anything awesome? Some crazy things. It's like been people like doing like blood blooming ultimate infestation and things like yeah. that. Yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. That's funny. yeah that is turn cool. one. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Turn one UI is kind of good. Um, last night I had the option to pick between the Lich King, Jaraxxus, and the Uther Death Knight. <laughs> like, hardest decision of my life. I wound up picking Uther, and then um, later on in the, in the draft, I actually got Jaraxxus as an option. <laughs> so, like, maybe the whole double hero strat wasn't correct, but whatever. I wanted to go for it. Yeah, awesome. Um, but I only got seven wins with it today, so it feels bad, man. That's fine. Okay, not bad. I'm excited to try. I'm definitely going to try it uh, tonight once I get get a chance to to sit down. I've been so crazy busy like the last couple of days since I got back, but um, that sounds like fun, man. Combine just getting a chance to mix and match. I think that's <laughs> everybody's uh, brainstorming about what's the most OP thing. Is, is yeah? Uh, what do you guys fun. think? Uh, I mean, we were talking about last week, right? It's like the live tap. Right for life tap's for, good. Yeah, life tap's good. <laughs> and then these warriors kind of like renowned. I think is like the worst class in arena. Yeah, it must be the best in this case. Paladin is pretty strong. Paladin, okay. Yeah, yeah. mage, right? I mean, wouldn't it be mage? Those are good too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Oh, so Jackie, yesterday I was watching his stream and he had a jade like shaman and druid jade God, deck yeah. yeah tell them oh, wow. uh, so cool. I picked uh, shaman and druid and then I ended up getting loads of jade cards I got like three jade idols two jade claws <laughs> a jade uh, spirit and a jade behemoth like it was crazy wow yeah. and did it win it, it I actually went like six to three it didn't do that oh jade overrated man totally overrated <laughs> 
yeah yeah all right cool anyways check it out guys you know if you guys didn't got have any cool stories definitely let us know because we're, we're always uh up for listening to that you can email that too to valuetown at chainmv.tv uh uh let's see another bit of news we got is concerning blizzcon and yesterday it was announced that the invitational will be um you know one of the well maybe the main thing that Hearthstone's going to be having on their stage um, and you guys are part of it. Woo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm super hyped to be a part of it. Yeah, so that's really, really cool. Um, it's like, a- um, like 12 streamers, and we're mm-hmm. having uh, four teams of three, and it's actually quite a complicated format. Um, yeah. It's like we, each team what's has the, to what's the actual format? So what was that? Sorry. So to shorten it each each player picks uh three classes or yeah so there's you know nine total three classes and then each person picks a wild deck a standard deck and then this la- the last deck is called excavated treasures which is basically um a preset uh, amount of like 15 cards everyone it's all the same for everyone and then it's up to that player to basically fill in the rest of the deck so you know, if you've got like Warlock, Warrior, and Druid, you maybe pick like, you know, the standard deck for Druid, you know, Wild for Warlock, oh, and then Excavated Travels, okay. you know, Treasures would be the like mix up deck. Yeah. So um, that's basically the gist of how it's going to work. Okay. Um, that, should, that, that sounds interesting. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. It's definitely different than what we've seen before. So I think it's going to be a really interesting event to see what everyone comes up with. Yeah, look at these teams, man. You're on you're on a team with Toast and Ann. It's just like it's like a value yeah. talent team, basically. I know. We've been our guests like the last two weeks. That's yeah, funny. that's so true. That's awesome. And then uh Jackie, you're you're with Crip and, and Firebat. All right. So Crip was your teammate during October Brawl. Uh, so. Crip was I was against Crip. Oh, you're a Crip against Crip? Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. You you guys played against each other in that one uh, renounce, that one that one pretty <laughs> epic renounce uh, match there. And then Firebat, too. That's that's a pretty strong team right there. Yeah. I mean, it is a lot of, a lot of big names. It's going to be fun. We are the Jungle Giants. Jungle Giants. Yeah, <laughs> you are. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Big-time Buccaneers. Uh, and Big-time Buccaneers. Okay. Raynad, Tyson, Pother. That's cool that Pother is getting, um, getting a chance to participate, too. That might be her first yeah. thing with Blizzard, right? Pretty sweet. Uh, I'm not okay. sure, but yeah. I'm super excited to have her a part of it. Mm-hmm. I really like Patra a lot. And then we got Dog, RDU, and Navute. <laughs> sweet. That should be an interesting uh, team also. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, check, check it out, guys. It's going to be uh, mostly, I think, on I think Friday and Maybe early Saturday. I think the the invitational will be taking place. So um, go check that out. The Hearthstone stage is in a new place this year. It's a, it's in the new hall. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I was looking at the map earlier because I was trying to figure out even just where you know some of the other stuff was going to be. Uh, and apparently, it's somewhere close to the arena, but it, you, you can enter it somewhere close to the you know the the um, you know the big sports arena, you know the esports arena thing, right? Uh, so it's not where it's normally at that stage, you know, that's kind of like parallel to the other ones. Uh, it's in a different spot this time. So look around, you'll find it for sure. I'm sure it's very, very obvious, but it's just in a new hall. 
Uh, so excited that you guys are going to get a chance to do that. And that's, uh, do you know when the first match is? Is it on Friday? It's got to be on Friday, right? It's only two days. So. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's it's Friday and Saturday. Okay. Both days. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, you know, one of the big things that we want to talk about since we have uh, control here is that we figured we'd do a wild update, given that we don't get a chance to talk about wild too much. And control is a wild expert, given that he's uh, finished. Is it top four or top two? No, top two, right? In the, like a uh, second, the wild, yeah. Yeah, the wild uh, um, the tournament that they had earlier this year, the first one that we've ever had. So, um, you know, what better way is to have him kind of educate us on what's going on in wild? So, um, yeah. Uh, Control, why don't you give us the lowdown on, on maybe what's powerful, maybe comparing the metas right now in standard and, and wild and or the topics are kind of similar at the moment uh so reno priest or Rosakis priest in standard is really really good in wild mm-hmm. there's a card called spawn <laughs> of shadows which makes the combo a lot easier to do and a lot more powerful so it's a oh. four mana five four inspired deal four damage oh each my hero God, that's so insane. sometimes you only need like three cards after that to win the game uh so yeah that's kind of cool but also kind of not cool because it's always going to be there <laughs> but that's definitely a really good deck. And Temporal Variants are also really good in Wild as well. You can play like a Pirate Package with Ship's Cannon, and that's pretty fun. So that's good if you guys remember that card, the whole Pirate Warrior yeah. thing. Yeah. Now you do that with a Rogue, so that's kind of cool. <laughs> After the War Axe nerf, it's just like, hey, we still want to use Ship's Cannon. How do we do that? Rogue. 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 <laughs> and that's exactly. what we come up with. Yeah. So what you're saying <laughs> is basically standard meta, but... Times two to be broke. I mean, it's just broken though because of. I mean, kind of, yeah. The thing about Wild that's really cool is there's actually a lot of viable decks that you can still climb with. Mm-hmm. Whereas the standard, I don't think there's that many options that you have. But for each class, you can get Legend with like four or five different decks minimum. Okay. I would say at least. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's you really, really get rewarded for innovative deck building in Wild just because people won't know what you're playing. Like for me, I was playing an Egg Hunter deck with Baron Rivendare and Spirit Singer Umbra and actually doing decently with it. Oh, dreams. <laughs> so, oh my god, Jagged. Yeah, like Fane Death, Play Dead, all that kind of good stuff. That's good. Yes. Actually, Meat Wagon as well. <laughs> that was another thing in the deck. So, <laughs> yeah, you can just like do some cool stuff and oh, get rewarded man. for it. What I wouldn't give for Baron Rivendare to be back in standard. <laughs> 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 that would be so awesome. Um, yeah, so you mentioned that Highlander Priest obviously is is one of the crazy strong decks. Um, do you think it's just too strong? Because, you know... Yeah, if it doesn't get fixed, it's going to be problematic for yeah, basically I everything. Unless they power creep more, uh, it'll always be a really good deck that's going to be extremely problematic to play against. Just because it's arena build, right? You're always going to be able to attack it against whatever metagame you're seeing and yeah. still do well with it. So as long as they still have the core, Spawn of Shadows, Kazakis, Reno, Raza, and Shadow Reaper Anduin, they're going to be happy because, I mean, you can do anything with 25 other cards, and as long as you have those five, you're good to go. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, if they, you know, that that's the thing about that, that combo, right? People were talking about, ah, if we were to nerf that combo, like, how would we do it? I think the biggest thing is, is Raza. Ra- Raza's ability, I think, is the main thing that, that breaks all of that. Um, it would still be strong, don't get me wrong, but making it just egregiously like oh my god it's like yeah i saw a change where it was like uh make your cure your current hero power is your mana i thought that was pretty good okay just because yeah. you could solve the combo but you can just be like hey i have raz on five now you're gonna lose the game right yeah you'd have to choose do i want to hold my my five out of five five until like turn nine after i play anduin or do i just want to play it now yeah I think that's that probably could be the best way i think happy medium yeah for sure yeah there's not much of a penalty in in wild for um you know not having two ofs 
right? In standard, it's like, okay, man, when you, you don't have so many good cards in, in the set that, you know, having the ability to get two ofs is really, really important, right? And, I mean, we, we've been able to kind of piece together some things, but, but clearly in the Highlander decks, there are some cards that are weaker, you know, than your, your top-tier cards that we just have yeah. to put in because we just have to. Uh, but in Wild, that's a totally different thing, right? You literally have the pick of a thousand cards or, you know, maybe somewhere close to that. And you can just, I mean, 30 cards, just having them top tier. It's possible to do that, right? It's possible to have. Uh, for the most part, you can. I don't think like some of the cards you're going to be putting in Arena Deck still are top tier, but a few down, uh, a few years down the line, definitely. Yeah. I think it will be like that where you yeah. can just put 30 actual good cards in your deck. Yeah. So that, yeah, probably be a problem. I wonder if we didn't even have those Highlander decks. Like, would people ever consider just a Highlander build? Just, you know, just to have one of everything? Mm, I think it would depend what you're trying to do. Like, tribal stuff in Wild is pretty big right now. Mm-hmm. Like, Recruit Paladins, so you, you base your deck around Silverhand Recruits is really big. So, in that kind of a deck, you wouldn't want... One of you want, like, really consistent 2 yeah. So, with a lot of the aggro yeah. decks, they go for uh, super... They go for a lot of spread, like, Aggro Druid, for example. You just want a lot of cards like Echoing Ooze that spawn more than one minions, then cards like Mark of the Lotus are better. Yeah. Or even like pirate decks like Rogue and Warrior, right? You want your ship's cannon to be very consistent with pirates, so you wouldn't really want to do the one-off thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, kind of, Reno decks in Wild seems so strong. Like, is there any point playing any other control decks? Or do you think that Reno decks are just always going to be the best control deck? I mean, for straight-up control decks, yeah, Reno decks are the best, I'd say. Uh, but you could do other stuff, like Control Shaman, actually, before... This expansion came out and Shadow Reaper Anduin was a thing. It was a very powerful control deck that was actually like a solid tier one deck. Unfortunately, Shadow Reaper Anduin and um, just Reno Priest in general just completely dumpsters the deck, so there's not much you can do. But that was one that was really powerful before Anduin was a thing. That's cool. I love Control Shaman. Like, that's always been a fun deck. Yeah, last night I was watching Control Stream and I saw that like the spawn of shadows, you know, it, it all just <laughs> unfold before me. I've never seen it happen before in wild. And I was like, wow, that is just so broken. Yeah. It's like, hey, so, I'm 26. It's like, oh no, I'm dead. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, they really only need a, like a, a spirit lash or a greater healing potion to, you know, not, not kill themselves, I guess. And it's not that hard at, when you, at the end of the game. So that sounds pretty broken. insanely broken. So is it oppressing? The, the I would say so, yeah. Oh I don't think you have to really be that good to play Reno Priest right now in Wild. Uh, you just have to really understand how your five good cards work, and that's really all you need to do. <laughs> I just need to learn five cards. And I mean, it's kind of the same thing in Standard, right? Like, okay. sometimes... And math. You know, yeah, you can, and math. You know, do yeah math is kind of tough. Arithmetic, you're good. Yeah. But I mean, when you play that deck, you just get Raza and Anduin, and then everything unfolds. Uh, obviously, it's not always that easy because sometimes you won't get them, and then that's when the deck becomes hard. Right, right. It is the points where you have to actually think, how do I want to use my card draw optimally? How am I going to stay alive? So it's still a thing. It's not like the deck's easy to play. It's just sometimes it's very straightforward, and there's not much to it. Yeah, yeah. So, Jackie, have you played much wild? Like, I feel like you'd have a field day in wild, like, ridiculous amounts of fun. Yeah, I, sh- I have one day a week where I like dabble in wild oh, okay. a little bit. Cool. We've been playing it in wild for like the October brawl. Yeah. But um, I haven't played it that much. I probably should play it a bit more because there's some crazy. Yeah. But, um, I think recently when I when I was playing the October brawl, my recent experience was, oh, let's go play wild. Oh, like a sea witch and little giants. 
That's not very nice. <laughs> it's not being wild anymore. <laughs> Speaking of which, gosh, it's such a great transition into the giant decks because we uh, we talked about it maybe about three or four weeks ago. I, I think Allie, right? Something like that. Um, yeah, we did. And, yeah, and we were talking about the bright-eyed scout because they they had changed that recently, right? And the community just went nuts about um, how the bright-eyed scout essentially makes giants free in a lot, you know, like maybe second half of the game in a lot of instances. Uh, we even had a host challenge where we had to get seven giants on the board <laughs> if you guys remember that so uh, in in wild but want to get your take on this control as to is giants a problem it's like the whole bright-eyed scout well i think the issue is you don't really have to be very good at the game to win with the deck i think that's the big problem that a lot of players have with it is it really boils down to just getting naga sea witch and giants and then you win that's basically all there is to the deck uh you know if you don't draw them you're not gonna win but I don't think the deck is very oppressive, and I don't think that it has an insanely high win rate, and it's not something that's going to tear up a ladder. Right. But it's just one of those things where it's like, hey, for me, I think I'm okay at wild. Um, my little brother isn't, but if he plays a Naga deck against me and kind of understands how it works, he could probably have a 40% win rate, maybe <laughs> even like 45, depending on what deck I'm playing. So I think that's the main issue is just you ought to lose some games that don't feel like you're really playing against it. Right. But again, it's not a very large percentage of the meta. I think I maybe came into like one out of 100 games higher up on ladder. But it's something that a lot of people are worried about. Just who haven't played the format too much. Yeah. Because you can still stop the decks of aggro. I mean, use Kyo Bagger Druid and okay, there you go, free win. Okay, so Sorry, it's not easy. Four, like, they just don't do anything. And also Priest, like you can just play Priest and play Light Bomb and Anduin and then the Naga decks so don't lose. So. Right. Yeah, that's pretty brutal. Because <laughs> you know, yeah. they can't charge or anything. They, they do have to take a turn, right, to actually be yeah. able to kill you. Allie? How often do you run into it, did you say? Like like last season when I was playing actually like one out of 100 games. Okay. Yeah, so nobody plays it at all. It's not that impressive. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean. Well, I don't even think it's that fun to play, to be honest. I mean. Yeah. I know it's easy to but. Pardon me? Jing? Oh, I think, you're, I think your sensitivity is a little bit off, dude. It, um, Jackie. Right. Yeah, because we're not catching the very beginning of your... I'll your, lean into the mic. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Or you can... I think it's a setting for on your in your Discord. Just look in your Discord, the voice activation. His question was, you don't think it needs changing. There you go. Oh, no, I, I don't think it needs changing. No. Okay. It's not a very big deal right now, in my opinion. There's ways right. to beat it uh, very simply. Okay. It's just okay. kind of annoying sometimes. That's about it. But, I mean, for some players, they find that really fun, just playing the Sea Witch and then... You know, six giants on turn five or six. It's pretty cool. Can you guys refresh my memory on the bright-eyed scout change? What, oh. what was the? Well, it was the bright. It was it was amazing. So it was Naga and Bright Eye. I think they they changed them at different times. But the Naga one was like the the big one, right? Which <laughs> which um allowed for the discount to happen, um to be applied after the discounts to the giants, right? So they're um I mean no sorry the the discounts applied to the giants before the discounts to the giants are applied so they're they're zero like almost every single time that that you get right. naga right and they basically didn't tell anybody about yeah. it they just kind of get it right so and randomly it's like, like okay what? I have a naga sea witch and a giant in my deck and it's like oh I have twenty five health my molten giant zero mana when I have right <laughs> naga sea witch what's That's going insane, on insane right? dude That's totally insane. I think, yeah, the, I think part I think, of the problem with that, though, is like for a week, uh, everybody was playing them and thinking they're super insane. Then you have guys like Rainad, you know, string title, best deck in the game, <laughs> playing like the Hunter version. And then that's kind of how I think it started, where everybody's just like, whoa, this is like the best thing I've ever seen. Then like another week later, everybody's like, ah, I mean, it's actually not really that good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, overhyped, debated. Yeah. Well, it's one of those like, things it's where it's bad. like, it's you can't, it's the dream scenarios of playing them all in one turn, it's actually hard because you can't hold those giants. You know, like if you're holding those giants, then it's just taking up a slot in your deck, right? Until the right moment. And I mean, if you shrink your, your uh, hand, it, it's kind of hard to deal with a lot of stuff that your opponent's throwing at you. Um, that's at least one thing I learned when I was doing those challenges. Like, dang, man, this is, this is hard. <laughs> And then, and then not only yeah. after I have all the cards, I have to play it in the right sequence too, or else I'm totally screwed. So, uh, I mean, I think I think the problem with it is that you could literally like pass the first four turns and literally do nothing, mm-hmm. and then just put a giant. Yeah. And then just... yeah, yeah, that can. That's kind of how it it's happens. Supposed to it happen. does. That's actually how it's supposed <laughs> yeah, yeah, to play yeah. out, right? It's like handlock on it's steroids. Like you or like really hard control. Can you hear me now? By the way. Uh, you're still cutting out a little bit. Did you check out that one setting? Yeah, yeah, I changed okay. it. Okay, T- turn if it up. If we don't more. talk, it's better. Yeah, okay. turn it up even it more. Is. I think. Yeah. Um, so it's just more a little bit more sensitive. We've got a new setup, guys. Sorry if I mean about these audio issues. Um, Everyone's in my house, so we're kind of yeah. just makeshift <laughs> streaming. <laughs> so yeah, winging it. Uh, let's see. Uh, another question for you, uh, Control Death Knights. Uh, obviously, Death Knights have had a huge impact in, in the standard side of things. Yeah. And really awesome. How about in Wild? Like, outside of Anduin, I mean, just ignore Anduin. Uh, Anduin's pretty good. It doesn't count. Goldad's really good as well. Uh, Goldad's kind of brought back Zoo decks. Yes. Even like, I played like a lot of Control Warlock, sort of like the mill deck Dog was playing. I enjoyed playing like a Wild version of that. Oh. You go Halifian, Treachery, and just mill your opponent. Oh, yeah, uh, so it's like Goldad yes. as well. It's also very relevant. Jaina is a little bit relevant as well in some fatigue mage builds that some people have been trying, mm-hmm. which are also quite fun. What Other- about uh, Kaza- like Highlander Mage, Kazakus Mage? Is that a thing? I mean, honestly, if you're playing a Reno deck that's not Priest, you're doing something wrong in Wild, in my okay. opinion. But um, <laughs> yeah, you can play Jaina. No, it's it's actually kind of unfortunate that it's just like pushed the other two out. Because yeah. I actually, like, Reno Lock was one of my favorite decks to play, and mm-hmm. I queue it up now, and it's just like, mm-hmm. this isn't Priest, so... <laughs> I just lose to people playing priests, so it's kind of uh, that doesn't sound. You can still make it work again. You can still get legend with it and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah, I mean, not a hundred percent of the people play priests. So right? if you can beat yeah, everybody else but priests, then you you could. Yeah, that's kind of the game plan, right? Like you can either be priest or beat everybody else that doesn't play priest. Do you find there's uh, more aggro, just like between aggro and control decks, or and, and mid range too? Like, what's the the type that you see the most do you think uh, i would probably say i would see a lot of priest builds like that's the largest percentage of ladder for me there's actually not too much aggro on ladder right now if i do see aggro it's usually in the form of a pyro rogue deck uh Kalisoth rogue deck or aggro druid okay those are a cool. decent uh, decent portion and then there's some combo decks as well like combo priest there's some freeze mage exodia mage is kind of cool too you actually don't need to use quest in wild to do that you just get Thorsten discounts and go live with that, which is kind of oh, cool. Oh, true. Yeah. God, so that's like, like a bunch of yeah. And, um, yeah, like you don't have to run the bad cards like Babbling Book and get random spells and try to work with them. You're actually just going to use like all the card uh, draw in the world and then oh, just go to Zodiac. Cool. That's pretty sweet. It. You get to use the five to ten cards that were broken that they took away and yeah, exactly. instead. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's why Wild's nice, right? It's just like a change of pace. You're going to use some of those stronger cards, and it's like, well, I kind of forgot this existed. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, totally. Um, so one of the things that you know we mentioned earlier is that you finished second in that wild, you know, the official Wild tournament. 
Um, so how have you felt since then? Like, do you think, uh, I mean, it's kind of a no brainer to ask you if like, you'd like to see more wild, but, um, yeah. I don't know, have you felt disappointed that, that Blizzard hasn't done another wild tournament? Do you think it's, it's kind of what you expected? Like what, what are your thoughts? I mean, I'm not really disappointed. I don't really expect too much for the format. I'd actually prefer yeah. like instead of tournaments, if they kind of ca- uh, counted towards a more casual fan base for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys know the, the ranked rewards chess at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I would actually, like, my biggest change that I think they should do if they would really like to promote Wild is to offer, uh, like, a ranked chess reward for Wild and Standard. Of course, the Wild one, you can only get Wild cards for it. Um, but, yeah, if you can get two chess, I think that'd be really cool and actually entice a lot of players to go and do the rank 5 climb in Wild, test out the metagame, see how much they like it. It's not even like you need to actually use Wild cards to do that either. You can just use a yeah. Standard deck if you're just somebody grinding out for the 400 dust. Yeah. But I think that would be, like, one of the best changes if they wanted to get more players hmm. to play. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah. Incentive, you know, because if people's, a lot of people's main focus is standard, then if there is some kind of reward for it, I think that would incentivize people for sure. Yeah. Um, to kind of would you play it, it out? Like, would you play it for it, chess, you think? Um, maybe, possibly. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I mean, my job is to kind of, you know, you know, to invest money into to Hearthstone, so I'm not, like, as concerned about, like, getting the rewards all the time. Mm-hmm. But, um... But I, I did enjoy it during the October Brawl. And, you know, some of these decks that Jesse's talking about sound like a lot of fun. So, yeah, I mean, who knows? I, I might play, play it for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think that if you're a player and you're a streamer and you're not really, like, fully devoted to the HCT grind, you know, like, trying to get the points, then, yeah, why not, right? If they added something like that, I feel like Wild would be just um you know something that you could choose like and it would make some sense in a lot of ways given that wild can be more entertaining just because there's a lot of cards that we don't see outside of arena right um yeah yeah jack i mean jackie you're kind of in that boat right like kind of not not really trying for hct right uh, maybe in the beginning of the year you give it like a one, one go at it and if it doesn't work out very i don't know what is your strategy actually for 2018 <laughs> my strategy in 2018 is to uh be the hearthstone world champion that's, uh, <laughs> that's oh. everybody's dream dude everybody that plays hearthstone right as long as we have that dream available HGT i think it's kind of i've never really properly try harded i generally what i try and do is i try and be creative and try and bring come up with new decks that could be successful uh that no one else is playing yep um to trick. I, do, I just don't like the idea of everyone playing the same decks all the time um and i like trying to just bring new things but next year i am going to tr- try a lot harder competitively um, really yeah Jackie. Okay, so we're talking HCT, right? Talking everything. Everything. <laughs> talking everything. Okay, all right. So <laughs> I, I can't wait to see that. That's going to be really, really cool. Um, I guess maybe the last thing to talk about Wild is that, uh, you know, given that they haven't really shown that they're doing any balancing to Wild, or uh, I, I don't even think they... They may have even said that they are not going to be balancing wild. Well, no, they they insinuated that they would balance wild if they got to some crazy, crazy point. Um, do you think it's good to even have competitive events and formats in wild? If uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, okay. look at like Jade Druid, right? Before a nerf, that was really broken, right? But there was still like a competitive metagame around it that was relatively healthy, right? You just take that out of the equation. You can always ban the most oppressive deck. 
And I actually think a competitive format in the wild would be really good and really rewarding to people who understand how to build decks well right now. Mm-hmm. Just because there aren't so many people doing that and you can't really go in that deck a tournament lineup, right? Yeah. So you kind of just like force, hey, figure out the metagame, figure out a good lineup, and there you go. So I actually think it would be pretty skill intensive. Uh, kind of like the wild open, right? I found that one of the edges that I got was I kind of just spent a lot of time and tried to understand actually how to build a good lineup and what would be successful based on what the other top decks were. And uh, I actually felt like I got rewarded a lot during just that whole run, just based on the time that I spent building a good lineup and uh, my understanding of the metagame. If you were, can you remind me, like, what was the format? You could just ban one deck, just like... Yeah, best of okay. Conquest. Okay, okay, best one. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. It'd be interesting in Wild if you could ban more than one. That, that would be even... That would push I mean, it That'd be harder. complex, but yeah. Complex. That'd push it even harder. Two bans? Yeah, two bans. I mean, it would just push yeah. the deck building even harder, so... I. Yeah, I'm all for that, man. Could definitely be more competitive wild tournaments. I think the main reason wild kind of doesn't get as much anywhere near as much attention as standard is because just because there's no competitive incentive. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think a lot more people will play it, and it's, there's nothing wrong with wild. Like wild, wild is great. But the only reason I don't play it is because there's no competitive incentive. And that's it. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it makes I mean, sense. That's a good reason. Yeah, it definitely is a good reason. All right, we'll have to see what happens in 2018. I mean, definitely they made strides towards it in 2017, at least having one tournament. That's that's progress. It's a start, I mean. <laughs> it's progress. And I think it went pretty well. You know, I think that even your run, you know, people watched that, uh, particularly the end of that tournament. Um, so, you know, I feel like overall the community embraced it pretty well. And they should yeah. do a, more than one. Maybe two or three or something like that next year. That'd be good. That'd be cool. It'd be a, even pretty awesome if they did figured somehow to some way to do some kind of arena you know, contest. They have the leaderboards and stuff for arena, but it'd be nice if there was some type of competition they could make out of it. Yeah, because there's a huge community for arena. Oh People, yeah, it's just yeah, like wow. Yeah, it'd be huge. it'd be nice if there was something a little bit extra for them besides just the leaderboards. No. Yeah, exactly. A standard arena and a wild arena. Uh, oh man, it could be oh. interesting. I think they like rotated fun. formats for arena. That would be a lot of fun for the people who play all day long. Yeah, that's true. Any kind of change, oh, guys. We, that's all we ever talk about. Yeah, change is change really good. Yeah, you know, like it doesn't yeah. even have to be like. It doesn't have to be new stuff. It could just be like change whatever you the existing stuff and subset it or whatever, right? I think that's why so many people are enjoying this event, this Halloween arena event, because it's just something different. Yeah. So. Well. There are some people that aren't enjoying it, which are yeah, no, that's yeah. true. There definitely, yeah. there definitely are some people that don't like the idea behind it, but I think a large portion of people definitely are enjoying, yeah. you know, just something different. The people I was in, like talking about are, are really the people that care a super lot about yes. the leaderboard. They they're definitely. not very happy with with this kind no, of new element <laughs> being added. Yeah, um, but that's just this kind of. I mean. Everybody has to deal with it, so it's not just like specifically them, right? So, um, all right, well, why don't we move on? And before we do, why, uh, I want to mention again that this episode is sponsored by Great Sho- uh, Greats Shoes, which um, you can find their website at greats.com. Uh, they are a, Brooklyn's first sneaker company. They have all kinds of awesome styles and uh, men and women's shoes that you can find on their site. Uh, 
you know, Allie and I actually have a pair that they sent us, which uh, I I had a TwitchCon. See, I was hoping we could take a picture together, but then it was just yeah, like, yeah, we didn't oh, get a picture. I'm so bad. <laughs> I'm so bad at remembering to take pictures and and all that good stuff. But uh, I definitely wore it quite a bit at, at TwitchCon and super I, comfortable, right? Uh, I wore them every single day. So yeah. There you go. And we were walking yeah. a lot at TwitchCon. Yeah. I mean, there's uh, there's not that much many you know, places to sit down outside of like the partner's lounge. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, they're high quality shoes. Um, I mean, you can tell too. Like they, they just, some shoes you can tell when you're, you're holding it and you're, you're actually wearing them that, okay, these are going to last a long time. And, and these are definitely the type of shoes. So check it out. Best sellers. They have our leather, the leather Royale lace-ups and the Worcester slip-ons. So if you like, you know, that's a pretty big difference between those styles. So if you like uh, more a casual style or even just more of a, you know, like a, a good looking kind of trendy style, they're going to have it for you. And if you want to uh, get a discount, you can use the value promo code to get 15% off your first order. Uh, it's a good way, obviously, to let them know that, you know, they're getting some folks from this campaign. So go check it out. If you really are in need of shoes, it's a good place to go <laughs> for sure. All right, check it out if you really are in need of shoes. It's a good place to go, <laughs> for sure. All right, uh, let's see. Next up, we've got... Um, oh, we've got an underrange debated. So Allie's got a, a card for us today. Yes, so this is just, you know... I, I thought of this because of the whole arena um, event where Amaz got turned one blood bloomed <laughs> into ultimate infestation. Yeah. We might have talked about Blood Bloom um, on the show before, but I don't think we put it in underrated and debated. So I kind of just wanted to talk about it and sure. you know see if there's more potential for it or or not. So yeah. what do you guys think? In a second, yeah, we keep talking about it while I bring it up. Yeah, yeah I mean, there... I mean... no, go ahead, Jackie. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously it's one of the best. Uh cards for tempo in warlock like the fact that you can literally clear the whole board for two mana is kind of insane like with doom and that kind of thing i played in arena lock it was pretty good there yeah <laughs> just with the manikazakis potions it's really good and nether and all kind of stuff mm-hmm. so i used that when i was playing arena lock last it was a couple of months ago but i found it to be actually surprisingly good it's very meta, de- meta dependent. Like if we're in a meta yeah, where there's like there a lot of minions and like Nether and Doom are really, really uh, effective, then it's really good. But then if you're in a meta where there's also burn and like mages and priests mm-hmm. that are killing you from really high health, then it's mm-hmm. it gets a little bit worse then. Exactly. <laughs> it probably just comes down to the heal options. Like we don't have Reno or anti heal yeah. bot in standard anymore, so I could see why like a wild Reno deck it would be really good. Because I guess we have Gul'dan now, and then yeah. Drain Soul, uh, but I, I don't think... Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if that's enough to make it good, but it's... It, it, I think it's worth trying it out again, because I haven't seen anyone playing a Blood Bloom um, deck in quite some time. I think Toast had one once upon a time, like a couple metas ago. Um, I think Savitz did, like, right when it first came out. He had some kind of interesting, interesting lock. I, I, don't, I don't know how long that lasted, but... What are the kind of combos that you think would be interesting? Because, uh, you know, your first inclination is to go for the most expensive spell, right? Which would be Doom in this case or something, or, or even Nether. Um, you know, you do take the biggest health uh, knock because of, you know, the, that type of efficiency. 
But what do you think the most common type of uh, reason, you know, may- maybe practical combo would be with this card? I think Siphon Soul is a pretty common one. It's, yeah, not, not, yeah. it's not really about the amount of health you're, you're losing, but it's just the fact that it's destroying a minion for two mana. It's yeah. just a, a, yeah. Yeah, a big Well, you only lose three health, too, so it's, it's not much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is it with Shadow Flame a lot when I played with it? But that was very, very common for me. Okay, yeah. But yeah, you can get a... Like, it's a less expensive board clear. Like, if you need the... You know, a five mana minion, like a pit fighter or something. That's yeah. Just an example. Like it's seven as opposed to nine, which is probably, you know, significant. Sometimes I've I've done. I remember once I did it on turn. Someone did like played some two two on turn two, and then I used Blood Bloom Bane of Doom and got like Doom God or something, and then just instantly won the game off. Oh yeah, that's, that's a good one too. <laughs> the Bane of Doom stories. They're always great. <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> definitely always great. I wonder if a card like this, even though I, I do think. um just if you look at it in a vacuum and just looking at it just purely for what it is, it is a powerful card, in my opinion. Uh, I wonder mm-hmm. if it actually is design restricting, though. Uh, you know, we don't have that many great expensive warlock spells. Uh, I don't know if it's because of this, because, you know, this is still fairly new, right? I mean, this is Angoro, right? So um, it's not like historically we, we've we had a ton of them and then all of a sudden we just didn't. But you know, a card like this can hold things back, you know? Like, what if they had a 29-costed mana? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Like, what if they had some, like, some 10-mana ten, ten spell that was, like, amazing that, you know, they they have to second-guess because it's can be essentially free, you know, if, you, if you're if you counting the, the health as a, you know, more of a just yeah. resource bank than anything else, yeah. It, it's like they're not going to print an ultimate infestation for Warlock. Oh, my yeah. God. You, you because of this card. <laughs> Right, so it probably is design so limit- limiting to a certain extent here. Um, I don't know, it'll be interesting. Maybe in the next expansion, yeah. Warlock will get some some, some more expensive, uh, better spells. I don't know. Do you think this is a better implementation for for like a free spell or um, uh, what, gosh, the, the mage card, the the uh, seven mana mage card. The, I'm having a t- total... Solia? Solia, yeah, Solia, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Personally, I think Solia is probably slightly better because it's it's less swingy. I guess mm -hmm. you're only getting a a 5-5 extra, whereas this can be really crazy. So I think Solia is, like, slightly more balanced. Solia is a Highlander, though. You know, you have to build a a deck, a Highlander deck, and I feel like... I don't know. I feel like Blood Bloom might actually be more useful for I that specific reason. That. Yeah, it's more Solia's is not that good. Yeah. yeah. You can do two of these, too. <laughs> so yeah. That's another thing. You build a deck probably around this card, right? So you wouldn't want just one copy. But I wish Solia was better. I, I liked that card. Um, so that's a, that, like... so you, I mean, you bring up a good point there. Like, Do you build a deck around this card? Like, like there's no spell that I think ends a game for me. I, I mean, I think... I mean, the thing is, all the Warlock spells you can use with this are all, like, defensive. Like, you mm-hmm. can't really... Yeah. The Bane of Doom really the only kind of aggressive spell you can, like, them out. Um, except, like, the Gazakas Potion. Um, yeah. But I think that's what kind of holds the card back a bit, that you have to play it in a control-style deck, just because there are no aggressive spells to use it with. Yeah. Our, uh... Oh, go ahead. No, that, that's kind of why I was getting at, like, in a vacuum, this card is, like, extremely powerful. But just... 
in Warlock, it's not so much, you know. If this was like you said, like if, if this was actually in Mage, like if it did replace Solia, this would be broken, like ridiculous. It'd just be completely broken, right? Yeah. Like mm. if the combo you could do is I don't even know what it is. It's like a pyroblast into a fireball <laughs> into a fire. I mean, you could do, you know, over twenty five damage. So, um, it's uh, like you couldn't do twenty five damage. You could probably just do twenty two damage, maybe, maybe more. Anyways, yeah. So the fact that it's just in Warlock, I think, is the only thing holding it back. Maybe yeah. the the arena, yeah. <laughs> the arena this week we could do some cool stuff with Bloodloom. So if you think yeah, underrated just... or debated, I, I think it's, I think it's underrated. I think it's underrated as well. Yeah. Yeah. Same. All right. Yeah. Underrated. Yes. Yeah. 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 But you're, underrated you're right. is like a win. Like <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. I this, well, this, uh, yeah. 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 It doesn't have to be that way, but yeah, it feels like it. Maybe one of these days I should pick a known, like, good card, or, like, you know, a huh. card that's revered as good, and then we can call it debated if we decide. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Some people would, would, would like, put Kellis out, that, Kellis out that out here and then have us debate that. Because some uh, people think it's overrated, right? But clearly it's good, though. I mean, it's... it's yeah, it's, doing it's not debated. Yeah, so. it, it, what were you saying was right? Like, if it was in any other class, it'd be insane. Like, Hunter, you got Call of the Wild, Ultimate Infestation and Druid, you got Spring. Yeah. You got, like, Is it literally every other class? Every other class? Is it? I, I think so, right? Like, if it was in any of the eight... Maybe not Warrior. Maybe not Warrior. That's the only other one. But Warrior has Brawl. Yeah, Warrior has... Brawl? It's like a two-minute Brawl. That's pretty good. But you can't afford... Not just, worth it, though. Yeah, you can't afford Yeah, I mean, you don't really have to brawl, but... Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You, you don't usually need the, the mana anyways. Um, Damon's probably not worth it, either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. All right, cool. Definitely a great um, mental exercise going through that. It's definitely a lot, <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, all right, that's the only card we have this week for uh, Underrange Abated, but we've got uh, some Mechatorics Workshop now. And, um, you know, originally we were going to skip this week, but then we got some cards that were like themed, and it's just oh man, we got to do this. This is because it's <laughs> they're Halloween themed cards. So we just if we wait a week, we're not going to be able to do them again ever again, right? So um, we we decided to uh, bring in some of these cards again. And Radan was the main reason. Radan had all these uh, uh, Halloween cards. So let's take a look at some of them. They're uh, definitely. Uh, Oh, it's kind of fun exactly right so headless horseman okay so there's three of these there's actually one more which is the pumpkin itself so i'll show the pumpkin in a second but we've got uh, a warlock card it's called hallow kitty it's like, it's like a black cat with a, a witch cap on three mana one one warlock card beast paddle cry spend all your mana throw that many exploding pumpkins at random enemies so uh the uh exploding pumpkin by the way is this card right here it's a it's like a, a Dr. Boom. Yo, a Dr. Boom type. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's boom like a Dr. Bot. Boom type. A Boom Bot type of thing, but it only does one to two damage, not one to four. Yeah. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Okay, well. Yeah. Um, so if you fun. dropped this on turn 10 and they had no minions on the board. It would just go off base. It'd be seven yeah, of those bad boys in the face. Yep. Could be good. It could also just be seven damage, <laughs> right? Uh, I don't know. I like it. It's cute. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's a beast. Cool. It's a warlock card, though. Yeah, you probably only play that off of Macaw. Like you just randomly get it and then yeah. you use it. 
Yeah, that's uh, that probably sounds about right. It's it's kind of like um, you know Mad Bomber, right? It, it it has that feel to it. I think most of these yeah. cards feel like like that actually, but um, yeah, I, I don't think yeah. it's good enough to play though. Yeah, yeah it's not point like that, dude. That's not good in wild. <laughs> not really, no. <laughs> Three mana one. Cards that don't do things are aren't really overpowered or kind of bad in wild. <laughs> uh, I would imagine so. Yep. Okay, the next one we got is a four mana sham uh, mage card. It's a three-two. It's called Winded or Winded Witch or Winded Witch. It's probably Winded Witch, yeah. Uh, it's a rare card. Charge. Whenever Winded Witch attacks, throw an exploding pumpkin at a random enemy. Okay, so she's kind of like that. I feel like that's really good, actually. I think that's yeah, really that strong. Yeah. I'd probably put that over Piloted Shutter and Total Mage, so. Really? Wow. That's saying a lot. Oof, that's a statement. That's yeah, saying I mean, a lot. Wow. That is saying a lot. But but I do think that, I don't know, but I, I think this is incredibly strong. So it could be one to two damage, basically, on any random enemy. That's pretty legit. Yeah, I don't think I definitely don't think it's as quite as good as Shredder, but definitely really powerful. Could she get Wind Fury anyway? Um, With a mage? Probably not, right? There's no there's no way even... Shaman Yeah, okay. Man, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um... Especially at four man, that, that's yeah. You could still remove something if you did two damage to it. It could be good stuff. Um, the last one we got here is seven mana, the headless horseman. It's a legendary card, seven eight. Battlecry: Throw three exploding pumpkins at random targets. Whenever a minion dies, throw one more. Okay, so um, all right, so you get three pumpkins. If one dies, you just throw another one. But it's a random target, so it's not nearly as good, right? Yeah. Yeah, so this one this one feels like a Mad Bomber, like more than anything Yeah, else. okay, yeah. so but if you threw your three random pumpkins and that killed three minions, you know, would they, would three more? Yeah, three more would come out. Three more would be launched, yeah. okay. Yeah. It's like a um, Shaman's Nightmare. <laughs> you know, or, yeah. Or Paladin Nightmare. Okay. If you're behind on board, this is really good. So maybe in some kind of deck that doesn't have that much AOE, this could be useful. Maybe like a like a druid or something, like something that doesn't uh, have very strong. Or even like AOE. hunter. Yeah, hunter. Hunter is not bad. Yeah, pretty good too. Yeah, a pumpkin is one to two damage for those of you who are yeah. asking. Cool. Definitely appreciate the theme. Now that, that was like the main part to be showing this. Given yeah. that it's it's Hollow's End event and it's Halloween, obviously uh, next week. Um, but kind of moving off of the uh, Halloween theme a little bit, we've got, um, I think it's Casper, not Casper, but I'm pretty sure it's Casper K with, uh, he's submitted something before, of course, and where is this? Frigid Anomaly. I, I thought I added this. I guess not. Let me add it real quick. Um, it is right here. Yep. It's a Shaman card, four mana, Elemental. So that's kind of cool that at least we can... Uh, Mess around with it as a elemental, given that Shaman has that synergy already. And then uh, it's a four or five common battle cry, freeze adjacent and opposite minions. So you freeze your own guys, and then you freeze your opponent that's, that's across from it. Yeah, I mean, I think this is pretty good. <laughs> I think it's yeah. pretty strong, too. Yeah, it's a four mana, four or five, and you know, if you're dropping it basically on an empty, like your board's empty, or you only have one other minion... Like, but you actually get to freeze your opponent's stuff is 
I think yeah. pretty strong. And it's an elemental. It yeah. curves into the discover card, right? The five mana. Yeah. Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's perfectly. really good then. Yeah. And then the the card that where you can draw when things are frozen too, that's really good too, I think, with this card. So yeah, this card. Wait. Isn't there a card where if something's frozen you you can draw a card. That's cool, oh, yeah, Wraith. Like, that's a mage card. Oh, it's it Robbie. Like the legendary gives you a copy, I think, <laughs> of whatever you freeze. It's oh yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a three. A shaman weapon is it icebreaker? You can play that on three. Oh, yeah. three. <laughs> you play this on four and destroy whatever you free. Yeah. yeah, that's Dude. really OP. Yeah, Jackie knows that that weapon very well from from Renown's yeah. Darkness. <laughs> he got three on that one time. Holy smokes! Yeah, so this card is. It seems like it would be one of those um, kind of uh, uh, cards that really brings the all these freezing mechanics for Shaman together a bit more. Because right now they are they seem to be non synergistic for the most part, or at least not powerful enough to actually use. So a card like this, you know, definitely helps with that. Kind of glues a lot of those cards together. Um, yeah, so, it would actually make it a good archetype. Yeah, exactly. I like it. I it think this one's cool. Good to go. Yeah. Free Shaman. Yeah, Free Shaman. Good one there, uh, Casper. And then the last one we got, Devolutionary Sickness. Oh, this one's cool. Um, I'm assuming this one's a shaman, given that it's uh, has to do with devolve. At the end of each turn, it's a spell. It's an epic. It's two mana. At the end of each turn, devolve target minion. So you cast it on a single target. Then recast this spell on uh, a random minion. So um, wait, what? wait, wait. So at devolve the, the target minion, then recast it. The spell on a random minion. So does it just cast? Um, Oh, I see, I see. Okay, so the, the how it works is you cast it on a single minion. So at the end of each turn, he just keeps devolving, and then he keeps... Uh, and, and then w once he devolves, he casts another spell. Uh, th th I guess this spell on another minion. So it just kind of, like, spreads. It's like a plague, basically. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so that's why it's called de Devolutionary Sickness. Um, yeah, I love the name and the picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. It's like this guy that has... What is that? Is that like a... A, a gem or something? What is that above his chest? I don't. I'm not. Some kind of gem or yeah, it's something. It's like this sick guy that's kind of laying there, and then there's like some kind of gem above him. Um, but yeah. So what do you what do you guys think of this? Because um, we have something similar with like the mist, you know, like the warlock card, where you you kind of infect like the entire board. But this is like one of those things where you need to kill this card, or it just continually affect. You know, infects the entire board. It just doesn't do it in one turn, and if it, it infects it in a very creative way too, right? It just devolves everything. Everybody. I mean, like, to me, it seems like a kind of a, a bad corrupting mist. Yeah, that's kind of. I think I always used to evolve over this, so it could um, be interesting. Like Mally, like though, if you're not playing minions. Yeah, well, it's a little different than evolving mist, right? Um, yeah, I mean, it's I different. Mean, I mean, Corrupting Mist, you just... Because you don't want to play this when uh, you're ahead on the board because you're just going to end up devolving your own minions. So yeah. you're going to want to play it when you're behind, and then obviously... Yeah. You play Corrupting Mist. True, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, when you pass it on your your opponent, it definitely feels like Corrupting Mist, but... I mean, you could do something like... Something Silence, you can just cast it on yourself, and then... Hope you get at least some value at it, or or like if you, I don't know, just get it. 
trying to think of a scenario if there is one that, that would actually work well for you. <laughs> is there something where one of your minions is just completely disabled? I guess like a Doomsayer. I mean, maybe you could turn that into something that's been silenced. Turn it into like a 1-1 one, one or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know how much play, play it would see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think maybe this uh, actual version of it probably wouldn't get it. But it's kind of interesting to have like a card that infects other cards. Uh, yeah. It doesn't have to be, a, so. you know, devolve. It could be something, I don't know, different, you know, like maybe it's a buff, you know, who knows, right? Like maybe, <laughs> what if it like evolved cards instead of devolved cards? It'd be evolutionary sickness. Yeah, then. That, that'd be kind of, <laughs> whoa. whoa. Wow, that was, that was next level. Yeah, Insane. Like, next level. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, anyways, I think it's an interesting concept. Just not, not maybe not this particular uh, rendition of it, uh, but definitely good stuff. Fun, definitely a lot of fun. Um, well, why don't we uh, spend a little bit of time? Give thanks to some of the patrons that we have supporting the show because they are the ones that um, you know have been the ones to make the show happen each and every week. And uh, we really appreciate you guys. So want to give a shout-out to uh, Mike T. and Rami S., our legendary producers. And then uh, a few others, Devin W., Michael W., Engine S., Brandon P., Cameron M., Paul H., Vincent G., Dan S., Justin C., Eric L., and Matthew H. Thanks so much, guys. If you want to join you know, Valleytown and, and, uh, as a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash Valleytown. Check out all the milestones there. Uh, unfortunately, we're not quite at that milestone milestone. So, um, you know, I know a lot of you guys are, uh, you know, crying. Some of you guys are probably happy. You, you, <laughs> you vicious people. No, I'm just kidding. I have to uh, go through it anymore. I can't, I can't stand it. It's too much cringe. It's too much cringe. No, but anyways, go check that out. That That's, uh, um, you know, obviously, we appreciate you if you uh, have been supporting the show. Um, also, we we are available on iTunes. So if you guys, um, you know, want to listen to us on the way to work, or maybe you're working out, or anything like that, you can you can find us there as well as Google Play and SoundCloud. If you uh, want to help us out in terms of like SEO and people finding Valley Town when they search for Hearthstone, leave us a, a five star review, and uh, really, you know, that that helps in a big way. We've had a few people leave some recently. I just want to give a shout out to those and just some of the nice words they left for us. Uh, GJC three two seven Mig with an exclamation mark, and then Num One Christie. Thanks so much, guys, for that. It, uh, definitely, always, uh, it's always great to you know see some some nice feedback, and uh, uh, it you know allows us to continue doing what what we do. So um, thanks for that. All right, why don't we go to uh, host challenge? So uh, this week we had folks go and try to create the biggest Cthulhu they could possibly big uh, t- uh, make. Control, like, what's the biggest Cthulhu you've made in Wild? Like any, anything crazy, awesome, with all the. Oh, I got a 69, 69 Cthulhu once. Oh, hype! Accomplishment. I think you can beat that. Pretty good. <laughs> That's just too okay. good. What Cthulhu deck were you playing? Rogue. Cthulhu Rogue. Yeah. Shadow Set is cool. Oh, okay. Shadow Set. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Okay. Okay. Brand well, is also pretty good. Brand? Oh yeah, Brand's freaking amazing, right? Um, so we had a couple of people write in, or at least show us their results. And the first one we have is, uh, let me see. How you showed this? Uh, oh, we got Raydan. So Raydan did a fifty-one, fifty-one. It wasn't on the board, right? So you know, the challenge was just like how, how big of a Cthulhu you can make. So fifty-one, fifty-one is definitely pretty big. But uh, the person that ended up winning though is Mason, 
who ended up having a 6573 Cthune. Same deal. Wow. Which is big. It's crazy. On average, it's 6969. <laughs> yeah. If you average it out, it's just like your 6969. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't quite have that same uh, effect, but yeah, sixty-five seventy-three. Wow, that's how. How do you get the the values off like that? Like blade of Cthulhu. Oh, blade of Cthulhu. Yeah, right, right. yeah, the nine out of four four. Yeah. Oh my god. That's, that's how you get big boys. Yeah. yeah big, oh yeah. That's that's really good. Especially if you <laughs> kill the Cthulhu. Oh, that no! If you kill, whoa, the, that's the next level. Wow. If you kill the a twenty-nine, Cthulhu. kill a twenty-nine, twenty-nine Cthulhu, <laughs> and then shuffle it back with Doom Caller. Oh Holy. yeah, dude! That now you guys are just getting too crazy. Yes. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're getting sick now. Um, so yeah, anyways, Mason, you're the winner this week. Congratulations! Um, so we had to come up with a, a different one, uh, you know, in terms of what the challenge would be. So uh, we were going to ask you first. Uh, uh, control if you had an idea because we definitely have one that's back up in case but can you think of some kind of crazy challenge where um, it's something that maybe the, the fans can one up each other too it's not just like one feat that uh, you know everybody does and they're done it's like something that, that it's a little bit more of a contest my idea was uh, try to make the biggest silver hand recruit you possibly can okay yeah I think that's good that sounds like a good one okay so oh, if you're doing there's lots of uh, there's lots of buffs in Pal then, right? So you've oh, got like quartermasters, sure. you've got blessing of kings, adaptation, blessing of might, you got dynasties, pirate steed, seal of champions. Yeah, and then you have the guy, and then you have the guy that just like um, allows you to re- like redo like re um, reset all those things, right? Like the the guy that gives you all the buffs that are applied to him or whatever. Coffin champion that puts your boss back in yeah, your hands. puts him back in your so, hands. So you could just have like endless amounts of them. Biggest meaning just like total stats or like highest attack, like you know, because obviously something like Spiker Steed is going to give you a lot of health. So how do we determine? Is it you know who is the true winner? Total here? stats. Is it Probably total, total stats. stats. Yeah. Total right. stats. The thing is the best. Yeah, that'd be yeah. pretty sweet. Um, so yeah, yeah, do that, guys. Go in uh, and try to build your biggest silver hand recruit. Play some paladin this week. Pally, pally, yeah. <laughs> we need some pally love, man. Um, okay, Q and A, guys. We've got a few questions from, or at least one question from Ahmeden this week, and um, he's asked as a free to play player. I start saving gold when I open five legendaries, which is kind of a weird landmark as it punishes Blizzard for giving me good things. Do you guys have a better idea? Well, I mean, yeah, so better idea for you? <laughs> I mean, um, I, well, I guess the first question is, is when do you guys start saving gold? Do you guys save gold from the like day one, like uh, of an expansion? That's what yeah, I basically. Do. That's what I do. I right? just let it accumulate over time. Like, I, I... Yeah, but like you spend it though when, the expansion comes out, right? Depends. Sometimes I'll use all my gold on the expansion. Other times I'll put just I'll just put money into it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. I I. Uh, what about you, Jackie? Yeah, I mean, I just kind of I spend money on the game when the expansion comes out as well because I have to get all the wacky legendaries and stuff. So I just spend money on the game. But when I used to play free to play, I would just play arena and grind mm-hmm. gold through arena. And as you get better, you. Yeah. Okay. Just yeah, I, mean, I think for the most part, I, I, I think it's I'm just like control there. I just spend it all and then start over, 
And depending on how much I play that season, or at least the not the season, but the few next few months, it will be will determine how many I can buy right off the bat. Um, do I have a better idea for him? I mean, it's really just up to you, man. It's like you, you obviously let a five legendary for yourself, which could take a while, to be honest. Yeah. You know, like how long would it, I think take, it would a, take a while? Yeah, how many packs do you think it would take to get five? It would take like five. It took like eighty packs, maybe or seventy packs. Like eighty, maybe more. Yeah, so that's like a lot of gold. That's that's yeah. So I I would probably set it lower than that. Um, I don't know. Really, just depends on your your uh, your uh, collection because um, uh, you know, if you're struggling, you know, with your current collection, you're trying to get these other legendaries. Then I can't blame you for constantly buying and trying to get dust and things like that. So yeah, yeah, whatever you want to do there. The one thing I'll say is that, like you know, Ali said she buys you know a lot of stuff. The reason why it's good to buy your pack sometimes is because um, there's always discounts, right, in terms of dollar to pack. Where mm-hmm. with gold to pack, there's almost never any kind of discount. It's almost the the currency is almost the same. At least the value of the currency is almost always the same. So it is smart a lot of times just to go and buy like those Amazon coin type of promos or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. I often alternate like one expansion I'll buy it and then by that time enough mm-hmm. gold is usually accumulated and the next one I'll just use gold so that's yeah. kind of usually, it's a good way to do it yeah yeah to- totally um, unless the card back is super cool because you have to pre-order <laughs> it you know to get the card back right yeah uh, yeah yes or, that's right I think yeah that, I think that's right thanks so. um Okay, well, guys, I think that's going to be it uh, for at least the questions. If you guys don't have any more Q&A for us next week, go ahead and uh, email those to champion, or no, uh, ValueTown at ChamionV.TV. We'll definitely be sure to read them out. Uh, but we're out of topics today. We actually had a really, really quick show. Um, you know, a lot of, obviously, we were all mostly at TwitchCon this past week, so uh, uh, we didn't get a chance to play quite as much as we normally do. Oh, Deck of the Week. We need to figure out a deck. Deck of the Week. Yeah. Um... um Anything you guys been playing the last day or two that's kind of cool? Big Druid. Big oh, yeah. Druid. Yeah. Yes. Everybody's playing Big Druid. You know what? I played You know how you guys know how much I love Big Druid, right? And I I played it like either last night or the night before. And like I lost like five straight times with it. I'm like, what? What is everybody talking about? Like, this isn't good right now, is it? So I think I might have just gotten like really bad luck, or maybe my my version is just not very optimal right now. But have you guys played it recently? Yeah, yeah I played with Jackie it. a little bit, and then we said that it was bad. And then I played a little bit last night, and I went from 500 to 200 with it. So it works, it's been working pretty oh, well for me. Nice, nice. Any uh, highlightable cards that you put in it that might be pretty sweet? Any ancient ones in there? Uh, I mean, we have Deathwing and Deathwing Dragonlord. Those yes. are some pretty well, cool cards. That's a requirement. Uh, Yisaraj is also sweet. Yeah. Ultimate Innovation is also a good card that I like to put in the deck. Everybody I like to just that. type when I'm making the deck uh, the empty Mana Crystal cards and get all the ones that give me Mana Crystals and then put Ultimate Infestation in it and try to play UI as fast as I can. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. That's, that's pretty next level, right? Nobody's yeah, really thought of doing brilliant. that. So that's I figured like I'd just pioneer that strategy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it sounds like the big druid is the same in wild as it is in standard, given that. Well, that's the standard version. Yeah, that's like standard, standard. Yeah. Oh, okay, standard version. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, anyways, we'll put one of those together. I'll post it on the patron page. 
Uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have a deck of the week this coming Monday. Um, but one last thing before we kind of do shout outs, um, we plan to have a value town meetup at BlizzCon. So if you guys are going, I will be posting up a, uh, just a venue for us to all meet. I'll try to put some like, I don't know, maybe put it like a graphic dealer or something. And, um, it's most likely going to be one of the bars that's close to, you know, just the Anaheim convention center area. Um, there's that one like kind of shopping center that has like cheesecake factory. And I think at the end of it is the bowling alley and stuff. There's like a bunch of like restaurants and bars there. So I think we'll probably do something over there, uh, on either Friday night. I don't know. Friday or Saturday. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Thursday, Friday, Saturday. One of the, yeah, I mean, it depends Friday. on Jackie's and uh, my yeah, schedule with the out. invitational. So we'll, we'll keep everyone posted. We don't know exactly yeah. We'll probably do an hour, you know, something like that. We'll find an hour uh, of one of the days and then we'll just like, you know, meet you guys there, hang out, you know, get, get a few drinks, that kind of thing. And, um, you know, just get a chance to, to meet you guys in person. So be on the lookout for that. I'll tweet it on, um, at, uh, Valley town GG and we'll probably all retweet and all that good stuff, but let's do some shout outs control. It's awesome to have you on here. You're like kind of our, you might just have to be our wild correspondents from now on, man. Yeah. I mean, you you know, I think the people that play wild just, you know, like focus on wild. There's not many of you guys. So really appreciate you coming yeah. on and giving us the lowdown. Um, got any shout outs? Hey. <laughs> this is awesome, dude. Uh, you, got, you got any shout outs you want to do? Shout out to Ali for letting me stay at her house. Yes. And shout out to Jackie for keeping me entertained while I'm here in America. <laughs> you, guys are having a bro- you guys are having a bromance. Let's be real, right? Yeah. Right? Oh, we Allie, are awesome. they having a bromance? Yeah, they shared a bed last night. Yeah. So I mean, like, <laughs> oh, wow. That's the extra yeah, room. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Cool, man. Thanks. Uh, you can follow Control at uh, F2K underscore Control on Twitter and uh, check out his stream too, which is twitch.tv slash Control the board, right? I think it's the yep. full, yeah, control the board. Uh, Jackie, shout outs. Shout, shout out to Oh, the Mazda? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can shout out to Ali to, uh, for letting me stay in the house. Uh, shout out to all our patrons for supporting us yes. and uh, us continue to do the show. And, um, and thank you to everyone who's watching. Yay, and uh, Ali. Uh, shout out to any of the wonderful community members that we met at TwitchCon. Yes. We met a lot of people that watch and support us. So thank you to you guys. We really, really appreciate it. Um, patrons, chat, chat, chat's great. Um, and our team. And I think that's it for me. Yes. Okay, cool. Thank uh, you. For- yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> uh, for me, uh, just yeah, just a big shout out to everybody that uh, you know watches the show and supports the show. Um, like, like Ali said, this is the folks that you got a chance to talk to at TwitchCon that love the show and and uh, you know, just support everything that uh, we do and as well as you know just me specifically. You guys are amazing and you know if you do see us at BlizzCon, don't be shy. Just like come up to us. Like I've heard people in the past say, "Oh, I saw you were doing something. I just didn't want to bother you. Come bother me." Like, it's fine. It's, you know, that's what kind of why we go to these things. Yeah, that's why we come to these things. It's just uh, to get a chance to, you know, say hi to you guys. So don't be shy. Just come out. Um, another thing, shout out is to our sponsor, Greats Shoes. You guys are awesome. Uh, go to greats.com and check out the latest shoes there. If you want to buy a pair of shoes, which uh, you should absolutely do that, go uh, and uh, save 15% off your first purchase by uh, using the value, capital V-A-L-U-E, uh, promo code, and you can 
experience some of that. Uh, and also, uh, you can find the VODs for the show on youtube.com slash uh, you can find just all our previous episodes there. You can find the audios on iTunes, uh, Google Play, and SoundCloud.com slash uh, I think that's it. <laughs> I feel like I like said right. like a million things there. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just a list of things. Uh, oh, one last thing. I almost forgot. I even wrote it down in the notes, and I, got, I still almost forgot. Is I'm doing a fireside. Yes, I am braving the fireside madness that has Ooh. been <laughs> encompassing the community. I'm doing my fireside here in South Florida. It is an established tavern, so I promise it's like actually named well too. It's not you know single ladies, whatever crazy things that you see on <laughs> sometimes. So it's a uh, it's going to be in West Palm. So go check that out. We got a free tournament. I got prizes. We got eating contests. We got all kinds of fun activities that you can come check that out. It starts at 1 p.m. on Sunday if you guys are interested. But that's going to be it, guys, for us this week. So for Control, Jackie Chan, Allie, and myself, Chan Man V, see you next week. Bye, guys. See ya. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're the champions of the night.